Hello there, welcome to the Kirk Minahan Wrap-Up Show for April 28th, 2021. Um, today's show was called Brandon Walker and Bet Ship, because, uh, I mean, I don't even know if I should say it, so uh, a popular <laughs> podcast host. So, I'm joined, as always, on the Wednesday episodes with Tim and Canton. Hey, buddy. What's happening? Uh, short show today. Short show today. I thought it was yeah. fun. Uh, it was it was a little bit more of a more serious show. I do think that it kind of started off goofy with Brandon Walker call, and he's always he he like is just the personality of wrestling because you know like mm-hmm. none of this like it's I, all I, just, I could think of. It's a wrestling character. He's a BFF of Kirk's. You know, he's they're frenemies. He plays the role. He definitely plays the role well. Yeah, I just whenever I hear him talk, like when like when they called him today, and they were like, "What." It's like, yeah. Okay, no, so no, so you're gonna start no, off no. in the pissy attitude, you know? No, no. And Kirk was laughing. So Brandon Walker was upset that it sounds like that it's definite now that both Steve and Kirk are not going to be going down to South Carolina. I think and- the bigger issue is it, it's not so much that Kirk and Steve and uh, Jared won't be in New York. Uh, it's that brandon moved from mississippi where he was an award-winning journalist i I think so (laughs) and he uprooted the family and moved to new jersey and still just pissed off that he's even there and just lashes out where he can i think brandon kind of the way i see it is i i see brandon kind of says well i had to move to new york when when i got hired by barstool why didn't kirk not knowing that kirk was this huge personality right not even i don't know i don't know if you know conversation yeah if you know the backstory on how brandon walker actually got Mm -hmm. hired the gambling, right? Yes, our yes. gambling show. Yeah, he's a yes. he, he is a very hard worker. Very oh hard worker. yes, I, yeah. I I I like Brandon. I've I've walked the line for many a years now. Yeah, but it's uh, but it's just funny whenever he gets on to uh to when he goes after Kirk because you know it's all in in fun. I I can't wait for a minute fan to dig up the award that he got for his uh journalism, which was being a sports writer, which um. And, and then like he, he said he was, it. yeah. I, then he said he was an executive of yeah. a newspaper in yeah. like he, three different states that weren't Mississippi. He said, I don't, like, no, I think it wasn't Mississippi in one of them. I thought it was Florida, Mississippi, Georgia. But I, I don't doubt for a second that he was. I mean, uh, you know, you and I could start a newspaper tomorrow and give ourselves awards very easy, <laughs> especially these days, right? Even back then, you could start a newspaper, how long it would last is up to how much. Uh, ad revenue you can generate a subscription so i don't i don't doubt that at all but he he was very very um coy and that he didn't say the name because it wouldn't be recognizable i mean kirk could have hit him with the fact that he was part of the sumac street gazette when he was growing up and you know that he was he was an award-winning dancer you know or something and he was editor-in-chief of that newspaper. I have a feeling it was the Sumac Gazette on steroids for Brandon, but really it was a no-name newspaper. If Did that. you know that's actually how uh, Dave Portnoy started off bar- Barstool? Uh, it no. was a newspaper. No. It was a newspaper. You didn't know it that? It was? Yes. It was a newspaper. And Dave, I believe he's on record somewhere saying that uh, he – wasn't selling any ad spaces so he would just put in like an advertisement for like hooters or something to make it to give the illusion that he had ads Uh, um i am very very aware of dave's newsletter 
not paper, but his newsletter. Um, when I lived in Dorchester, I used to take the red line and the Dave, Dave was, um, helping people out even then because he had homeless people handing out his news newsletters on the T. Um, but he's a hustler too. You know, that's how we started out. Yeah. I know that full. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I think my, my, my main takeaway from that is sounds like the boys aren't going to New York. Um, I'm sure they'll be able to do it remotely. Sounds interesting what they're doing, right? Yes, I, I mean, I think they gave a very good reason as to why they're not going. It's not just like I know a couple weeks ago when they were talking about they're like, well, too busy working on the case, so we're not going to be able to go. Now it sounds like they might be needed down in South or there, there might be a reason for them to go back down to South Carolina. Garquez said so. in the past that the sheriff, uh, one of the sheriffs that they were working with has said, if something develops from this, you will be recognized. So something to that effect. So. Uh, I'm assuming it's along those lines, which is amazing. So we're yeah, excited which to is, see what happens there. Which is, uh, but but Kirk did jump on this later, and, and it kind of, when I first listened to it, I, I thought, ooh, that's not a good sound. That's just not a good quote. When Brandon goes, this girl's been dead for 30 years. What's <laughs> yeah. another week? And it's like, oh, that's not that's not a good. Uh, I mean, technically he's right. Um, but that's, that is actually, I'm glad that he said that because this is not, your average true crime podcast. They're mm. doing investigative journalism. They're not just telling the story. Like Brandon, I, I, if he's been, he, he was a good dig at Kirk, but I know that he's been listening and you know this is different. It is not just telling the story of what happened to this poor girl. It's actually mm. investigating what happened and it's still on, it's back from uh, cold case files and looks like it's it's, it's going to pick up with activity. So that that's what makes this, makes this podcast so great oh it it, it, it makes it so unique because i mean a lot yeah. of cold case podcasts are netflix series or just, so this is what happened in the 80s and this is what we know you know and he ended up getting arrested and you know it's just kind of revisiting this is kind of them doing actual police work yeah in the uh in in, in the sense of things there's a so, there's a podcast i listen to uh it's a true crime one which i'm not a huge fan of but it was a bot it was a boston focused one and I mean, this guy, all he really did was Google and talk about it, which was interesting, but he couldn't even pronounce the girl's name, right? Her name, um, <laughs> I think it was Karina Holmer. I listen, I'm not doing the podcast, so I don't need to know the exact yep. name, but I was getting frustrated because I remember it's not Christina. That part I knew. And I'm thinking, you don't want a freaking podcast. So anyway, that's just a, you know, a run of the mill, tr- quote unquote, true, pro- true crime podcast. Kirk is creating somewhat of a new genre, if you ask me. Which is he really awesome. is. He really is, and yeah. and and it, it it sounds like it's only going to go up. Uh, they, he did drop a little uh, Easter egg somewhere in the podcast today, where they said, uh, "What was it? Something's going to be happening." Oh, the Wilbur—they're confident in the yes. Wilbur in January. January. And Kirk said, "We will probably be in the midst of season two by then." So yeah, in Uganda, because <laughs> yeah, before they met. Yeah. So it makes you think, like, oh, I'm, I'm sure that you know Kirk and Steve have been looking around, and they might have an idea for what they want to do for season two and stuff of that. But it's, uh, but yeah, no, I mean Brandon Walker, he's just a wrestling character. He's he's honestly, it was funny. 
when Kirk said, uh, well, I mean, I know you won't be saying that because, you know, you're looking to get a job with either AEW, WWE. Right. So you are absolutely <laughs> telling the truth there. <laughs> and it's it's just uh, good for him. Good for him. I, I, do think, I do think he's good at trash talking. That kind of seems to be his thing, his theme in the dozen tournament. So, uh, yeah, I, warm I, fuzzies. The guy can't just, he's, and he's also, he is a baby on trivia. You've watched the trivia. Yes. Oh, oh he'll, he'll just leave the room. Baby. Oh, my yes. God. Shut up and sit down, Brandon. You know? Oh, if, it, if there was ever a Kirk versus Brandon battle, it would be, yeah. you know, Kirk oh, would be wouldn't even be head close. before it even started. Right. Wouldn't even be um, close. Brandon would be crying, getting up, walking out. Yeah. But he again, t- that's his wrestling persona. Yes. He did tip his cap at the end, though, and say, like, you are like the best, uh, the best trivia person at barstool so i mean yeah, there's no debating that i mean he's ranked so, number one individually so there has been an update to the whole erica nardini ben shapiro scandal i don't who? know if you saw this on erica nardini and who ben oh, fuck. Huh? you nah, better dude. Yeah, i hope you get a dump button my friend ben Sh- <laughs> tiny jewish guy has a big podcast <laughs> uh the ben shapiro thing so last night i was listening to some old uh not old, but like catching up on last week, some of last week's podcasts that I normally listen to. And I was listening to, I saw that Eric Nardini had Kelly Martin on. And my thought was, oh, well, I mean, Kelly, Kelly Martin, you know, not a friend of the show. Let's see if she goes yeah. on and says anything about anything to do with Kirk. And I'm listening. And I thought it was a joke. At first, I kind of had the same reaction Kirk did. I was like, I mean, everyone knows that Dave Portnoy went on the Ben Shapiro show. And it was pretty obvious that they were talking about Ben Shapiro. I wasn't sure if – my first thought was, oh, my goodness, what is Erica Nardini calling Ben Shapiro? But uh, but re-listening back to it, I just couldn't believe it. So I sent Steve the audio and was like, maybe like you guys have the explanation for this. And it sounds like there has been an update. sounds like apparently the word is, is that when that podcast was released, uh, it wasn't out there that – Ben, uh, that uh oh that dave had been on yet that dave was going on the ben shapiro show so that's why they bleeped it out what but what's what's the reasoning behind that they didn't want to give it publicity i don't know uh i mean yeah I, I, or, I or, or or was it they didn't want people to know because then they might call for dave to not go on and, and pressure him to not go on i don't i'm not sure what the I don't know, but you know, it's gone from bar stool to spotter stool over there. The the fucking inmates are running the asylum. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these woke assholes think that they they should, you know, you want to have a say, and that's the culture that they're in. Fine, but you know what? You're not the fucking boss. Erica is, and so are Dave. And by the way, last time I checked, Ben Shapiro is nothing more than a conservative podcaster. He's not Adolf Hitler, so yeah, they can all I- just go fuck off and wait till they get older and realize that not everybody agrees with them and everything they think isn't right and then people start canceling them see you can't come soon enough people keep saying that to like people in my generation older and younger uh like oh wait till you get out to the real world but i think this is just the real world now. no i don't mean in the real world i mean when someone comes for them because they're gonna come oh, from them. you can you there people like that are never ever 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 satisfied it's a machine and the machine eats itself in the end they are never satisfied so they think they're being woke and in some of them i'm sure do have true convictions mm-hmm. but the fact that they're so unbending inflexible and basically tyrannical they want to shut down free speech 
it's coming for them because there's going to be someone that comes along and says, you know, I don't like what Kelly Martin has to say. And boom, she's gone. It's going to happen. Yeah, so, so obviously it's like, it's, it's not my podcast. I have, I have no problem with anyone who wants to self-censor themselves about anything. <laughs> my only question was that, was this Erica Nardini's doing or was or it the producer or, the, or yeah. someone, you know, someone yeah. beneath her just going like, ah, you know, fuck Ben Shapiro. We're just going to, you know, a Josh yeah. or something like, like a K Marco. Yeah, K Marco and Josh, someone someone um, of that stature, but it sounds like it all kind of got together. And the real reason is that um, the interview wasn't out yet, so I'm sure they'll touch still, on that. I still don't understand the reasoning behind that because I'm not entirely sure. Right? If it, no, I know, I know what you're saying. Like, if it wasn't out yet, so why would you bleep it? If it was out, then you'd be promoting people to listen to it, like. Um, you know, people that might not normally listen to Ben Shapiro are not going to become Ben Shapiro fans if they don't like Ben Shapiro. Like Kirk has always said, it drove him crazy that you couldn't talk about a radio station that was a mm-hmm. competitor when everybody listening, we everybody in the room about. knew exactly, you know, so dumb. So yeah, they would let me say, run over there and check it out. They would always say across the street. They'd be like, right. oh, I was it's listening just, across the street. It's, it's like, like, oh, I wonder who they're talking about. It's just oh, dumb. Wow. But as Kirk has said, that's that's a non-creative type person making those decisions. Just like he mentioned, is a little segue for you, about Dan Lebertad. Nobody yeah. listens to Dan Lebertad. He's terrible. But yeah. the executives went and told the number one show in Boston to lay off a guy who got less than zero ratings. I, I take that back. What do you get, a point one? Lost I think he said 0.0. Yeah. And they listened to Dan Lebert. Uh, I'm, I don't get it. Like Kirk said, and same with Howard Stern. The rumor is he get that five million, uh, um, 120 million for five years. Mm-hmm. Nobody's listening to him. Nobody. It, I mean, I mean that I think Kirk put it perfectly when he said that uh, these people, these companies are willing to lose money mm-hmm. in order to go woke. Yep. Yep. I mean, and- I could go down to, you know, I could call up, I don't know. I could call up Netflix and say that, you know, one of their TV shows, Big Mouth, is super offensive, blah, blah, blah. And for some reason, they would take that into account when in reality, they should be like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Don't fucking watch it. It's making us money. But now, I don't know. Nowadays, it's just like, well, you know. I mean, mean, and it's not to say uh, people who aren't woke don't uh, have great shows. It's that they can, they seem to be more. Um, aware of how to generate um, listenership, being bombastic, combative. Mm-hmm. That gets listeners. You know, it's it's show business. It is show business. So I think, Even if- I was going to say, I think the right tends to own more of that on the it, radio airwaves because they know that it gets listenership and it gets people uh, revved up. And then when it comes to TV, the left owns TV. Um, late night shows are all left. So the, it's different. Different medias have uh, different slants, but uh, Dan Lemitad is just terrible. Yeah, and and I don't even think it comes down to I don't I don't necessarily think Kirk and Steve were going after Dan Lemitad for being woke no, or no, anything. I think it's all. just he's boring. You can be woke and you can be entertaining. There's plenty of podcasts out there, Chapo Trap House, uh, Pod Save America, yeah. uh, that yep. that are more entertaining than Dan Lemitad. But Dan Levitar is just an easy, like, oh, you know, he's not gonna, he's not gonna cause any trouble. I agree. He's not, he's not a woke guy. It's, it's, he's not controversial. So the le- the the woke crowd loves him. That's Kirk's point, and it's, uh, I, that's what I took it to be. Was Kirk's point is, 
The guy's terrible, but he's also non-threatening. So -hmm. everybody loves that. Yeah. I don't know who listens. I've never, I've never once in my life heard someone quote something from Dan Levitat show. So did you hear what they said? I did not know that show was on in the Boston area. Yeah, um, I remember I, when it was for a little while. I think it's been gone though for a long time. Well, it's still mean, around here. It's, it's probably he's still probably floating around doing. Oh, what a doing something. Show. But it's uh, yeah, I, I I can't imagine that. And I mean, speaking of someone who's woke or pretends mm. to be, <laughs> fucking Bill Simmons, man. I remember when he was like funny, like just back in the day. He would, you know, he was a big he was a big sports hardo, but he was always funny with his takes, and he wasn't afraid to, you know, kind of talk shit with people, and you know, kind of it was kind of like just I don't know, guys hanging out. Now now he's bringing on some, you know, Black Lives Matter org- organizer to talk about the shooting of Ma- Makia is Makia Brown. I, I uh, I'm not sure of her name, but I know it was in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. It was the I know two it was girls. Columbus, one was Ohio. attempting to murder the other. Yeah. And you just have this guy going, talking about, he, he, he kept bringing up uh, the professionalism and uh, the skill it takes to be a police officer. Like, I didn't see any skill. I didn't see any skill. I didn't see any skill. Just, I don't know. That guy's just a fucking asshole. Uh, if you ask me, uh, who's probably, never had to make a tough decision in his life. Like, uh, like that police officer. I mean, I mean, I'm, this, this hits close to home. Uh, um, it's just I do fucking... want to agree with something he kind of mentioned about, you know, if it was a, if it were a pencil, uh, yeah, I, I've I, seen, I, yeah, I've seen people stabbed with pencil. You get lead poisoning. <laughs> I, I, I saw I, someone I didn't see uh, uh, when I was in school, a uh, kid was walking down the hall with a pen in his mouth. Someone high fived him and missed and hit the pen. And he's still, his jar is still fucked up. 20 years later Damn. pens and pencils are dangerous man but i will say this you get caught using a number one pencil not a number two you deserve to be shot those things suck yeah uh, yeah the soft <laughs> lead oh they're the worst pencils in the world he's but just what pull- an ass was- hat that guy is yeah, yeah he was just pulling these things out of his ass oh i've seen teachers all the time yeah. once again just blowing the dick of teachers as it, i think has been the theme of the past year and a half is just oh we don't need cops we need teachers so teachers staying home we don't need this we need more teachers we you know uh, well the 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 bigger you know like kirk was saying that's what the guy does that's why he had him on that's what mm-hmm. he does and you know that's his role and now it's become his job but his bigger thing was what a pussy simmons is i never listened to simmons so um i know you're a fan but i've heard the same from Lost other people that used to listen to yeah and the fact that he just done. It, it, there's there's no interaction that's just laying down not even asking questions and, and that seemed like a guy who would give you an answer to anything you would ask and that that can be very very entertaining and instead he just uh, you know tucked his tail man what a i'm glad i never listened to him because i can't i now i have nothing to compare it to it just sounds lousy yeah my question was why exactly was he interviewing him in the first place i mean so let, let's compare let's compare simmons to portnoy for a second i know they're they're two very different but they, they both kind of have upstarted like a company kind of from the ground up uh simmons has the ringer portnoy has barstool portnoy is not going to go and interview something about a current event that he has no interest in he's going to interview uh, the rob go for i it. would say he would as long as there was green behind it dave is very consistent and said it's all about the green. It's all about, he'll say that, the green, the green, the green, the money. So Dave would do it if it made sense from a financial standpoint. 
that you think he's Dave, very consistent about. You think Dave would go on Fox News or CNN and talk about the uh, the Ask rioting? Or, yep. I, 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 I don't think so. I think I, <laughs> a thousand. He's been, hasn't he been on Jim Cramer? Nobody yes, thought he talking about Dave, money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he cares about that. You, I don't think and he you know, cares what, about money. When uh, two two years ago was Dave doing stocks? No, no. But now it's something he cares about. Right. Do you think? Do you think he would just up in the blue go on Fox News and start talking about the killing of black? I don't think by Dave police? would go on to talk about social issues unless it made sense from a financial standpoint, and there was some aspect there that really would blow the stock price out of the water for whatever reason. Maybe it gets a global audience, something like that. He's been on uh, Tucker too, right? Oh yeah, he's been on Tucker. He's been yeah. on. I mean, the Ben Shapiro show. Uh, you know, which you know, by the way, I'm with Kirk. That uh, you know, it, that show is just. It's I find it so boring, and I think it's because of. Uh, and this is going to shock uh, people like Julie DeCaro that think that people don't listen to her because she's a female. Sometimes people don't like your voice. I can't stand Ben Shapiro's voice. Can't stand it. I, I like I think I think Ben Shapiro is hilarious, but he's unintentionally hilarious. Like I you know, yeah, have you seen yeah, that yeah. that picture and video of him like standing outside <laughs> Home Depot with a nobody plank calls of wood. it a piece of poplar. It's a piece of wood. He's like, he's like, I just went to Home Depot. Right. I'm only gonna be shopping at Home Depot. Yeah. And it's like, what exactly are how often does Ben fucking Shapiro go to Home Depot? Uh, I'm I'm gonna assume Let, less than he goes to the clothes store and gets those skinny jeans. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that that, you know, that was I don't know. I find I find him hilarious. I, I like him in bits. Unintentionally funny. I got you. Like like a certain producer on the KMS. That's right. That's right. But um what the the last point I wanted to talk about today. I I, I didn't really see uh anything really in the calls the calls were kind of you know there were some case, the case calls focused interesting. right yeah and then was- i don't get when these people call in and they're like oh you know kirk i have an idea for season two of the case <laughs> i love it's, that yes <laughs> i can, can imagine kirk just like going like this to steve or his eyes are rolling back in his head just, just like waiting if he, had for a, it. if he had a hang up button i think we just nuke it i love i do like that because <laughs> I can only imagine what he's thinking. Like, okay, yeah, I, I'm doing your saying. Yeah. You know? So, and speaking know. of saying, um, how much blood do you think rushes to Steve's nether regions when he says the phrase or the the word "ground penetrating radar"? Like he did about <laughs> the uh, the case today when they were talking about going back to the the. The um, the yard to have that. Um, uh, someone asked about digging it up, and Steve said it like two or three times. Ground penetrating radar. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I could see he. Uh, <laughs> I think he I loves see he gets that, that phrase more when you know they're talking about. I, I think. I think he likes. <laughs> he likes it when the liberals are winning because he then he just goes on a tear. I think he likes it when uh, when when Chris Cuomo says something stupid and gets away with it because then he, like you can tell when Essie's on. Yes, yeah, um, you can tell when he switches it to SE mode. But then that's see that to me when he says ground penetrating radar, that is um Sheriff Steve. Yes. You know, that yes. that's Sheriff Steve the investigator. Yeah. He gets yes. in that book, which is which uh, is or, I like or, to, yeah. or like the like like they mentioned it on Monday uh when, when how Steve sometimes in the case would be like, "Yeah, so you just want to get the fuck out of Brock." Yeah, <laughs> right, right, Sheriff Steve. You know, on the mean streets. <laughs> Oh, I love uh, it, but it's uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a quick show today. Yep. Uh, Whitney was supposed to be on. Uh, sounds like he had something 
He had other plans. Uh, I'm sure something came up. He's a very busy man Golf. himself. Looking forward to Carabas on Friday. As always, love when Jared's on. Uh, yes, no, the the Kowloon thing is still happening, by the way. Uh, it, it's gonna gonna be a fun time. So, so did you, you solve that out yet? No. Uh, so if, if you uh, if you're still interested, you know, just reach out to me, and we'll figure something out. But I'm sure that's going to be a colossal failure. But anyway, Tim, well, how many people there. do you have so far? Uh, around forty. Oh, it's so. didn't you say the max is like fifty or uh, yeah, how many? Fifty. It's it's ninety percent full with my math. Eighty percent full. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. So, well, why is it going to be a failure? You're you're really just looking to get people. There oh, I'm, I'm I'm just hoping mingle, just, right? know, people. Yeah, just you know have a decent time. Yeah. But it's uh so Tim, you doing else a, you want to? Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Kowloon, I put it out there on Twitter yesterday, and I had a few people respond. We might be doing a live KMS trivia. Oh, that's awesome! At the Kowloon, yeah. So I'll follow up with you on that. Uh, but that would be a great time. I just Perfect. have some scheduling to make sure. I'm already paid, but I gotta just double check some scheduling to be sure I'll be there. What time was it kicking off? Uh, 6 p.m. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. So I think we're gonna probably have a uh, a live KMS show, and then um, I know you said you're gonna get that episode two up, uh, which is a great um, oh, that's right. trivia episode. That was the OGs versus. Uh, um, I forget the name of the other team, the cousins. That was a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Awesome. So anything else you want to talk about? Tim, That's it, my friend. We... Thanks for having me on as always. Hey, anytime. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone who's listening. And I will talk to you again tomorrow with Harrison on the case wrap up.